0: A lot of what Brian's talking about is interesting. It's I've always lived in a multidimensional awareness. To me, it's just a natural process. And it's a natural process for the soul. The soul is ever awake and ever aware on every realm, every level. It is not asleep. The soul never sleeps. The soul is always present in the now and is ever aware. And so it's for us to wake up to that state of being, it is the body that sleeps, it is the body that does separation, it's the body that ignores and avoids. The body consciousness is limited in its state of awareness and its able ability to hold present to something over a period of time because of the way it is diffused and distracted by the mind. The emotions, the imagination, and the body—it has many different parts to it, and they're all pulling for attention and ever distracting the mind in a different directions. But the soul has one thought, one direction, one purpose, and that is loving. And that loving first is with God, and with all of God's creation is the next. And so, therefore, the soul is easy. Is, it's easier for it to stay present in the loving and in the now. And in that flow of, with God and with God's creation to be multidimensional in its awareness. Where the mind is ever distracted by all these different elements of self at the body level. So if we're really going to wake up, we're not going to wake up at the mind. We already are awake at the mind. And we live in all that distraction that is a part of that mind waking up. But what we want to do is wake up into the soul and wake up into the oneness. And in that oneness is the presence of the moment, of the now, of God, of loving. And that presence is aware of everything on all levels of consciousness, from the highest to the lowest. And it's for us to come to wake, awake to that. And that's what meditation is about. It's the opportunity of giving yourself time to rise above the mind and to truly wake up to the truth of who you are as soul. And in that awakening, you're going to wake up into that new level of being, that new level of experience, that new new level of awareness that is soul awareness, not mind awareness, not body awareness, not physical awareness. It is soul awareness. And the soul is present and aware of itself on all levels of creation that it is experiencing in all the time. It knows itself as soul. It knows itself as spirit. It knows itself in the physical, in all the compartments of that physical nature. And so if we can begin to wake up in our meditations, we eventually will begin to be aware of just what I'm talking about, to be multidimensional in your awareness. And it's just where are you are going to focus right now, that awareness, as to what it is you're going to be able to experience. If you go into meditation and you're going to sleep, you're still holding your attention at some level towards the body consciousness, back into the unconscious part of the body that makes you go to sleep. And all you have to do is just keep bringing yourself back present. Every time you find yourself going to sleep at the level in meditation, you just bring yourself present as you can. And the more you do that, the more you're going to begin to move into this experience of this multidimensional awareness to where if you want to see angels, you can look up and see angels. If you want to see the face of God, you can look up and see the face of God. It's just where do you want to hold your focus in the moment? And the beautiful thing is that as you're doing this as an initiate and you're truly waking up as soul, you're also letting go of the mind and its distractions. And in that, it's easier for the soul to do what is natural for it. The soul's natural focus and gaze of awareness is upward, upward towards God, upward towards spirit, upward towards its source of life. the mind gets its source of life from this physical creation. And the mind is ever feeding this physical creation. But the soul is fed by God, by the spiritual universe, and it is ever feeding off of that to stay awake, to stay aware, to be present in its own true nature. So we want to ever find our way to look inward and upward. In a first meditation, when we begin this practice, it can be a challenge because we're so used to and so addicted to the mind and all of its focus down and out. It's just a natural gaze of our physical consciousness. And the soul being trapped in the mind, it participates in that down and out gaze. But that is not its true nature. And as we begin to wake up inside in our meditation, we do so by rising above the mind, freeing ourselves of that element of that down and outward gaze, by holding our attention inward and upward, and the soul begins to break free enough to where it now can move into its natural action of looking upward to God, sharing loving with God, and then looking and sharing, loving, wherever it is focused. And that's what the soul is all about. One of the things that I learned in this process of looking inward and upward rather than down and out was something very simple in my childhood. And I was just reminded of it recently when we were shopping on this trip we were on. And we went up to a register to check out, and there they had this beautiful sculpture. And the sculpture reminded me of a proverb and of a story I heard as a child. And the sculpture was the three monkeys, one covering its eyes, one covering its ears, one covering its mouth. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. And That reminded me, and actually I was going through that process of my meditation and then hearing Brian talk, that that is one thing that helps us to hold our focus more inward and upward and hold our focus in a loving action, in sharing loving with God, is to find that way to move beyond the mind and all of its elements and away from the negativity of this world or the evil of this world, and begin to live in the loving, in the truth, in the oneness that is soul. The soul does not see evil. Wherever it looks, it does not see evil. It sees loving. It sees loving in its fullness of expression, or it sees loving coming into expression. But the soul sees loving. And the soul does not speak evil. The soul is ever sharing loving. Whether it be in words or in action or in just being still and neutral in that moment, it is still, in a sense, sharing or speaking loving. And the soul does not participate in listening to evil. It rather is ever looking to find that place where it can listen to and participate in the sharing of the loving, of the true. And so I find that little proverb and that little statue or sculpture a very important symbol to remind myself not to participate in this world where the anti-loving or the evil exists. And it runs. It runs in the world, and the world is ever trying to run us, and we are ever getting caught up in that running and run it in ourselves. We do it through gossip. We do it in things that we focus on and hold our attention on, what we see. And we do it by what we listen to and what we speak. As a child, I was told to not read books that had a negative bent to them, not to go to movies that promoted negativity, and to be aware of my words. And that sculpture reminds me of that teaching that I received about just that. And I find that if I can live into that, that awareness, that teaching, that loving, it's easy for me to stay present in that multidimensional awareness. And when there are times where I'm not able to look up and see what I want to see or be present in that loving flow, I know that I've gotten caught up some, somewhere in the world, somewhere beside myself. I've gotten caught up in that downward pull, that downward flow. My worry, my concern, my fear, or somebody else's worry or concern or, my, or their fear. Or am I wanting to make it right in the world? I'm going to go in, I'm going to make that right. I'm going to show them, I'm going to help them. And all I have to do, and I have to always remind myself this, all I have to do is just let go of it. That's all I have to do. I do not have to participate in that down and outward flow. I don't have to participate in that seeing the evil, hearing the evil, speaking the evil. All I have to do is just let go of that and let the soul do what it knows to do, which is to look up once again and participate in that loving presence. That loving presence that is the creator and that loving presence that is the creation of God, which is the soul. And the other thing that I saw today in meditation was the whole idea about the spiritual marriage, about how we are the lover and God is the beloved. That at first, when we're down here doing our meditation, we realize that we are the lover in the world and that the beloved is the soul that dwells within the soul realm. And that we are ever looking as the lover for the beloved in our life. And that if we can merge in our meditation into that soul, at the soul realm, we become one. We join together as one. And then there is no separation. There is just the oneness with the soul. And what God joins together, let no man, let not the world, put asunder. Let it not tear it apart once again. And for us then, as beings in this world not to allow ourselves to be pulled out of soul awareness, to be pulled out of that union with our soul by the mind of this body. But a higher aspect of that is to wear that the soul is also the lover. It's the beloved at one level, at the soul realm, but it is also the beloved and God is... I'm sorry, the the soul is the lover and God is the beloved. And we are then ever searching for the soul to merge with the beloved, join back in oneness with the the beloved, which is God, and to be able to live there in oneness, in loving. So in your meditation, realize (coughs) that you are are on a great quest and it's all about loving and it's all about looking up and it's all about letting go of the habitual habits that pull us down and out the fears and all the other elements of this physical consciousness and just let them be And wake up. Wake up to the true. And many of you are having multidimensional awareness, but maybe aren't giving yourself credit for it. When you have inspirational thoughts come in, ahas, awareness, enlightenments, you're driving down the road, you're shopping at the grocery store or whatever it might be, and all of a sudden you have this illumination of awareness that just comes upon you where a truth that has been spoken to you from your teacher or from whatever all of a sudden comes alive in you and you live it and you know it to be true. That, in a sense, is an action of multidimensional awareness. You are waking up. You're becoming fully aware on all the levels of all the realms In some teachings, it talks about it being a 360-degree awareness. Well, to me, it's much more than that. It's not just 360 degrees. It's much more than that because it extends beyond any measurement of degrees at this level. It goes into realms beyond belief, beyond what the world could ever comprehend. And that's where illumination That's where awareness comes from. And it was only because you were able to gaze into that for that moment that the awareness came to you from that realm. You looked up to allow it to come to you. You may not have been aware that you were looking up. You may not have been aware that you changed your focus, but you did. You may have been driving down the street or reaching over to pick up a can off the shelf, or vacuuming the floor, or washing dishes. But somewhere inside of you, your soul got free enough for a moment to look up. And where it held its gaze, a truth, a presence, a loving, was able to come into your awareness Meditation is about being able to do that more and more all the time. Not just in a fleeting moment, but to be able to live the meditation, to live the awareness all the time. And the more you meditate every day, the more you're going to find that it's easier to choose into that. And the world could be pulling on your pant leg, trying to get you to focus down to get caught back up in, don't forget me. And all you have to do is choose into that inward focus and the loving and let go. Just let go of that. And you will know it. You know you have a choice now. But before you didn't have a choice. You just had the action of the world ever pulling on you, ever getting you more entrapped. So look and see in your life, where have you had the opportunity of choice, true choice, of how you're going to focus in this moment, inward and upward, or down and out? And I think you're going to find, if you've been doing this meditation for a while, you do have a choice. And it's just up to you to ever be present to what it is you're choosing. Are you choosing the old patterns, the habit, or are you choosing the new way, that state of being more awake, more aware, more attentive to that loving that is you, the soul? After a while, it's very easy as you're doing this pathway, if you've been doing the meditation, to be that little statue of see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Because that is the nature of the soul. That is the nature of the soul. And all we have to do is every time those components of ourselves want to speak evil or see evil or listen to evil, all we have to do They say, Nope, I'm choosing elsewhere. I'm not doing that anymore. It's interesting that if you turn the word evil around, what do you have? Live. You can either live into the truth, live into the loving, or you can choose into the reflection, which is evil, which is separation, which is longing for love, but not ever finding it. So it also says, pay attention to this world of reflection and don't get caught up in the reflection because the reflection is an opposite of the true move towards that which is true and just live the truth. The truth of the soul is loving, it's peace, it's joy, it's honoring, it's respect, it's enthusiasm, it's so many qualities. But it isn't those things that are evil. And no matter what people have said in the world, the soul cannot be corrupted by anything of this world. The soul is perfect, whole, and complete from the moment of its creation. And it never is altered. It is never changed. It is only becoming more and more aware of its perfection, of its true nature, through the experiences we are having here. Nothing in this world can harm it. Nothing that we can do can cause it to be in shadow or in darkness or in separation. So allow yourself to begin to live into that state of being. And whether you see or hear or feel or know or have none of that experience, allow yourself to sit in meditation every day. Just sharing your loving with God and opening and receiving and see what might come forward. And you may not be aware of it in the meditation, but you may be aware of it later on in the day or in your life where you begin to live more into the loving As you give, so shall you receive. That's a part and parcel of this world as well as in spirit. So be a giver. Be a giver of loving wherever you go. Give to God in all things. See God in all things. If you see God in everyone and in everything, you will not see evil. You will see God. You will see loving. Give your loving to God in all things and in all people and you will live in the loving. It will just become automatic. And it is already automatic. The soul is loving. It is ever loving. It is ever doing loving. You know, the challenge for us in the world is loving is so neutral that when we are sharing and doing the loving, we don't feel it. We don't feel it. It just moves. It moves from us and it moves back towards us. It doesn't have the quality of this romantic love that the world has that we long for and search after and chase after. And it's learning how to live into that neutrality, that stillness, that quiet, and allow that to be the peace that you live in now, rather than chasing after all the elements of this world. And so you may find that in your meditation and in your daily life, you're not seeing, you're not hearing, you're not feeling, you're not knowing anything. And that's okay, because in that nothingness is the greatest of truths. What did God say? Be still. Well, stillness has no components of awareness to it. It's just still. It doesn't know. It doesn't hear. It doesn't see. It doesn't feel. It just is. So what God is saying is, Move into that place that is. In you that is. The truth that is. And live the isness, Live the stillness. Live the neutrality. And you will find the peace that is God that is there. In everything, and in every moment, wherever you are. You know, there are stories of people that have been imprisoned during World War II, in the concentration camps. And people just thrown into prison. And they're there for weeks and months and years. And they have found, many of them, that if they can find that place of neutrality, if they can find that place of loving, if they can find that place of stillness, They can survive it. And even better than survive it, come out ahead. Better than before they went in. Well, guess what? You're in prison right now. You are in prison. This world is a prison. And the keeper of the prison is the Lord of this creation. But if you're an initiate, you've been given the keys to the doors of the prison to get out. And it's just a matter of you using those keys, the keys to the kingdom, the keys to get out of this prison and return home to the kingdom from which you came. And if you have the keys to this prison, the prison guards have to let you out because you've got the tools by which to leave. They can't stop you. So go into this prison daily and be still. Be quiet. Be loving. Be neutral. But also be aware you've got the keys. You have the keys to get out of this prison, which means you're free. And there's a wonderful feeling when you know you have the authority, the freedom. You can go in the midst of terrible situations and be in a different space, knowing that you are free of it than if you are trapped here. I look at it as I'm a visitor to the prison and I come and I visit the inmates and I try to inspire them and give them an understanding of what it is to be free again and how to get their freedom. I'm not trapped by this prison. The warden of this prison has no authority over me. I wasn't sent here because I needed to be punished. I needed to come here and learn a lesson. I was sent here to assist those that aren't entrapped in this prison and showing them how to get free of it. To let go of the old ways of the world and to pick up the ways of spirit. That's the way we get free. And in order to do that, you have to change your way of belief. There are many people who've gotten free of prison, physical prison, and they are out in the world living their life, but they're still living in prison because they are still entrapped inside themselves in that prison. We have to live the freedom and we live it every day. The more we live it, the more free we become. All right. Very good. Well, thanks, and I guess we'll see you all next Sunday. We're going to have a break-out-of-prison party. There you go. (laughs) We'll make cakes with a jigsaw in it. Keys, keys. Oh, keys! No keys That's, right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Really.